0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 800. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbayismach at take10fortorah.org. Uh, I wanted to wish uh, everyone here, everyone who's listening, Mazal Tov, on having achieved 800 episodes. If you've been listening the entire time, great. Also, if you've been listening the entire time, you probably are aware there have not been exactly 800 new episodes. There have been repeats here and there over the past five years, and that's okay. But what I'd like to ask of you, if possible, if it's not too much, is to either a leave a review because those reviews allow more people to find Take Ten for Torah on the uh, ad, in the podcast uh, player of their choice. Uh, also, that um, if you don't mind, if you could share with somebody who maybe has not heard the podcast, who might enjoy just ten minutes of their day uh, learning some what I believe is serious Torah and uh, compact in as efficiently presented as possible. But in any event, thank you for coming along for this milestone, and may we go and climb to 1000. So today, I'd like to discuss the practical educational elements of the Akeda. Yesterday, we actually discussed the elements of mini-akedahs, the Ram versus Avraham, and uh, I think that was a very important lesson. But when we think of the akedah, as we know, it comes up every Rosh Hashanah, we make a big deal about it, we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, but it's not only something, as we'll see, it's not only something we do in Rosh Hashanah. And the question becomes, what is the actual lesson of the akedah? Most of us are not going to be capable of actually pulling off what Avraham pulled off. You know, getting a message from God, and the phone call rings, and God says, you know, it's time to slaughter your son, the son that I gave you, who's going to be your future. We're not really going to be the ones who are going to be capable of doing such a thing. Let's be honest. So then, what is the point of repeating the Akedah every Rosh Hashanah? What is the point in drawing from it? So the Rosh Hashanah idea is actually relatively straightforward. The Rosh Hashanah idea comes from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says God will see. God will see this moment. God will see this in the future. Rashi there says The uh, God will see uh, this whole akeda business, this whole act that was performed over here, and that will save the Jews in their judgment from any sort of bad. Why is that the case? What is the power of this annual reference to the akeda? So the Medrash Tanchuma fills in some details that occurred with the akeda, and these details really flesh this out. After Avraham is told to hold his hand and not to slaughter his son, he says as follows... I am not going to leave them as be'ach until I am able to say what I need to say. I need to get something out. here's what he says to God. Lo, oh, didn't you tell me? Didn't you tell me that I'm going to have all these children and it's going to be like the stars in the sky and the sand in the sea? Amar God says yes, indeed I did. Amralo, me me. Who was this supposed to come from? Who was this progeny supposed to be delivered through? It was supposed to be from Yitzchak. It um, says, Avram to God, You know what I could have said to you, God, when you told me, when you called, and you said, go take him for an Oleg, take him for a carbon." I could have said, but don't you remember all the promises that you made to me? Don't you remember all the guarantees and I did not say a word. I did not respond. When one day, and the day will come, unfortunately, that the Jewish people will do wrong, and they will unfortunately be in a predicament that is due Difficult predicament, due to the fact that they have done wrong. You should remember this moment. And remember specifically the fact that I did not say what I deserved to be able to say. I could have said, hey, you are unjustified in asking me to do this, and yet I did it anyway out of faith in you. So too, when you come and judge the Jewish people, the Jewish people, who undoubtedly had done something wrong, but in spite of that, you're going to say, "Up, oh, you know what? You know what? I know I have what to say. I know I can claim against the Jews that there is uh, there's a problem over here. Yet I will not. The same way Abraham did not. I will not. That is simply the reason why on Rosh Hashanah we recall the ram, which recalls the akeda, because we want to recall the restraint." of Avraham. That is number one why we do that once a year. But as you see in the tour, and in the very beginning of Shulchan Aruch, there's actually a mandate to say the Akedah every single day. And so the tour tells us, for example, after just telling us the rules of, of tefillah in general, Tov lomar parashas ha'akeda, literally the very first thing that's listed. Also says the man and the asar Sadibros, but the akeda goes first. That is probably the first element of the sitter that's in the formal Siddur. The Shulchan Aruch agrees. Tov lomar ha'akeda. So it's not just when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, when it comes to a moment of judgment, but it does seem that there's something about the akeda that we are to glean from every single morning, every single day, and the question is, I guess, what? Like, what is that thing? It seems like such an impossible thing, the Akedah. So the Abarbanel says, the Parshat he called Keren Yisrael. It is the Keren, it is the horn, it is the source, it is the basis of the Jewish people, who is the Chusam and their merit, l'fnei avim Therefore we should know it well, we should say it every single day. But still, he doesn't quite explain why that is. So a couple of approaches exist. One of them, uh, very deep. I believe I once shared it here in this format, but uh, it uh, bears review. But let's go through a couple of other reasons. We know there's the principle of zechus avos. We focus on the merit of our forefathers. We begin our Shmona Esrei by talking about Elokeinu, 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 God, who is our God, who is the God of our forefathers, Elokein Avraham, Elokein Yitzchak, Elokein Yaakov. We focus on the unique relationship that each one of those characters had built with HaKadosh Baruch reminding ourselves that we also have the potential to develop our own unique relationship. It's not one-size-fits-all. We have to figure out exactly what the nature of our relationship is going to be, the same way Abraham Yitzhak and Yaakov did. They had this overwhelming amount of sacrifice involved of being the first, and we sort of piggyback on the merit, we ride on their coattails, as we talk about every single time we begin the Shemot Esrei. And we are so focused on the memory of what they had done, it actually finds itself in surprising places. We know that uh, in the morning, before they would bring the very first carbon of the day, they would need sunrise to happen. So how would they identify if there was sunrise? Pretty much they sent the guy out, and the guy would look to see if the sun had risen. So they'd ask the, uh, they'd ask the person, did it rise up until, and the light shines up until chevron?" That was the language that the Mishnah brings. And the Gemara brings a few other sentences that would be asked, all with the word chevron in it. And the Yerushalmi explains that the reason the word chevron comes up in that context is because we want to begin the day by mentioning the zuchus, the merit of our forefathers. Chevron is where they're buried. And so the very first thing that comes up in tefillah is this parashat Ha'akeda because it is literally the top hit of Avraham and Yitzchak. It is the most incredible thing that they did, the most incredible act of sacrifice. And we begin our day, we begin our tfilos with ourselves in historical context. We are the continuation of a great thing. This is the, chusavos, the Merit of our forefathers has brought us to where we are, and there is so much to learn from them. And that's perhaps why we begin with the Akedah. But there's another reason to begin with the Akedah, and we have a hint of this in the very beginning of the uh, Shulchan Arach itself, this tour specifically talks about all of the midos we're supposed to ha- wake up with. Before it gets to the performance of mitzvahs, before it gets to the actions, it talks about the principles that should undergird our actions. It says we should be uz kanemer, we should bold, kal kanesher, light, we should be ruts, we should be swift, v'gibar, ka'ari, we should be strong, and it gives examples about all of these things and how they are to be applied to our lives. So is it surprising that we are supposed to begin the tefillah with the Akedah? The Akedah teaches what principle of Abraham? Yes, of course, the self-sacrifice, and the Beis Yosef indeed says, To sublimate yourself, to submit to God's control. That is for sure something which we can learn from Abraham. It is very difficult to do at his level, but of course, there is a level at which we can do it. A challenge that we can overcome because we choose to believe that God is the one who commanded and God is the boss. But there's another element, of course, another very important element that we learn from Avraham Avinu, and that is the Mida of zrizos. Avraham Avinu, he gets up early in the morning, he gets up early in the morning to do the mitzvah of the Akedah. And in spite of the fact that you might argue, hey, maybe I should sleep late, there's no rush today, it's uh, not that important a thing, he and we learn from Avraham, the idea of Zerizos. That's why we do a bris first thing in the morning. That's why whenever we have a question of exactly when things should be timed for, what do we say? It should be done early. We learn this from Avraham. So let's say, let's imagine that it's not only about sacrificing your child. Maybe that's too uh, too difficult a sacrifice, obviously. That's too difficult a test. That's too difficult a lesson to learn. But there are other elements of the Akedah that we can learn from, and perhaps that's why the Akedah begins our Tfilos every single Day. So maybe it's the Akedah as the memorial of Avram's restraint, but that's really mostly once a year. Or it's the Chosavos, like we mentioned Chevron first thing every single morning. We mentioned the Akedah every single morning. Or perhaps it's one of the Midos that's found in this story. It's not the entirety of the story because that might be a bridge too far. But it's one of the Midos that we learned. Thank you for listening and once again, thank you all for joining us for episode 800. Hope to see you for many hundreds more. Have a great day.